0: Welcome to tea and whiskey. I'm Bo. I'm a mustacheless freak. Why don't you Starting say your name struggling. anymore? Starting. Why don't you say it? Why don't you look
1: at me during?
0: <laughs> uh, Ethan has shaved his mustache. So now I am just that. a elongated child. No, no, you're a mustache freak. You're a mustacheless freak. You're correct on that.
1: <laughs> that should have been my third. What um you know how like it's actor singer dancer and stuff and my um mine should be Actors. actor musician elongated child
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> makes it
1: sound like I was a tiny person that they put in the microwave and sh- then stretched out like taffy
0: actor singer sad old man
1: <laughs> did you um that's always the way they equated stretching to us in gym class not sad old men um <laughs> but like. They're like, when you try and stretch a piece of cold taffy, it doesn't work. So you put it in the microwave, and then it can be stretched. And that's just what we're doing to your muscles.
0: And then they goes. put us in an oven. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that, that gym teacher got fired real fast. Yeah. Uh,
1: also, I started, a tear started rolling out of my eye when I was talking, and I don't know why. Good. I guess I was thinking of the past trauma of uh, gym class. Hi, I'm both, sister. Hi, Becca. Are
0: you recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you guys need a little sign. We should. We should. We could get those little a little hat with the recording thing on. <laughs> oh, a little clicker? Yeah. So yeah. then the light will go on when we're recording. Christmas gift. Mmm. Ooh, Christmas gift. Um. What do you think for the man who has everything? I'm on <laughs> air, buddy. <button. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um. you just have it on for can talk to you. Uh,
1: Ooh. I, I like that idea. Headphones in, on air, sign on.
0: It was just like, what's going on with him?
1: What is, what's well, happening? he's on air. Um, Where? <laughs> do you know what I've been watching recently? Hmm. Is you like watching this once a year. The big fat quiz of the year. I do. I do. Because uh, I, I start, started re-watching IT Crowd once again mm. because mm-hmm. uh, I showed uh, my friend Dan the show. So naturally, when I stopped watching a couple episodes of him, I went back to my house and I watched the rest of them because yes. it's one of the best shows ever. It is. It's hilarious. And what I appreciate, looking back at it again, the occasionally when they vaguely touch on social issues, like just the idea of homosexuality, for a show from, like, 2006, they handle it pretty well. What do they do? They, they, they just don't make a joke out of the concept of homosexuality. Oh, applaudable. Because remember uh, the whole episode where they go to see the musical? And because the guy takes Jen, and they're like, you know he's gay. And she's like, nah. And they take him, he takes them to a musical called Gay, a gay mm-hmm. musical. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it never once really makes fun of being gay. It just makes fun of the, the fact that they're like, I think this guy might be gay. And she's like, nah. And they're like, I don't know. He took us to a musical
0: called Gay, a gay musical. I think he could be gay. If anything, I'm surprised gay. A gay musical doesn't exist yet. Yeah. That sounds like something that would be produced now.
1: Yeah, that does sound like an off-Broadway musical. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. With a song, I Love Willies. (laughs) Um, I think that one of the songs was uh, I Like Willies. No, I Love Willies. What? I love Willies. Hey, mate, could you keep it down in here? Uh. Good stuff. But, um... Because uh, the actor that plays Moss, Richard Iwade, oh right, 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 is by far the best part of the show, Uh, easily, Uh, and he's always on Big Fat Quiz of the Year, along with uh, Noel Fielding, who plays the vampire Richmond in the show. Do you remember the old YouTube video, Old Greg? No. Okay. um, (laughs) I do not really. Fuck, Old Greg. Uh, the guy's going fishing and he pulls a, th- a th- thing out of the, the, the water and then this old hermaphroditic sea monster comes up and it's old Greg. And he likes drinking creamy Baileys from a boot.
0: What? Have
1: you never seen it? No, I can't say I have. Oh, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you right after the podcast. All right. It's, okay. it's very much early internet random core. Mm. 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 Did you ever watch the Power Thirst videos? No,
0: I sh- I sent one in you the group did. chat. I, no, wait, I have seen Power Thirst before. When you want to have babies,
1: lots of babies, four hundred babies, mm-hmm. and that was very that was like the thing that little little twelve year old Ethan would put on repeat and watch over and over. So what are you eating today for the podcast? I'm oh. having
0: a, a walnut blue a walnut fruit and spinach salad. Oh, no rhubarb. No, there's rhubarb. Oh, that's part of the fruit. No, rhubarb is vegetable. but...
1: Oh, it's a root, right? Mm-mm. Well, it's root barb. Mm-mm. So what? Mm-mm. Rhubarb stands for root Barbara. No, it's just barb. Root barb? No, it's not short for anything.
0: It's just, it's just barb. Oh, like how Bo isn't short for anything? Exactly. Uh, it's just barb. It's not a part of Barb's name. They just... It's just Rubo. Yeah, Rubo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember what rhubarb is. I do know it's highly poisonous, so if you don't cook it enough, you die. Hey, Siri. I don't think it's the root. I What's think it's the a straw. rhubarb?
1: You always try and talk whenever I do Here's this. Here's what I found on the web for Open the Root What's a Rhubarb. Open the root. <laughs> Have a look. Open the root. Mix it up. Get ready for rhubarb. Explore Big Sky. Ooh. Ooh. Always explore Big Sky. ExploreBigSky.com. Mm. Your local source for news, culture, and events. Ooh. All right. Um, oh. The tart taste of rhubarb is a nostalgic one to me, oh. bringing back, bringing me back to days of summer in Ohio. My mother tended to our family garden. I have fond memories of her clipping off a few stalks of rhubarb, washing them, and filling a bowl of sugar for me, and my brothers to dip the crisp sticks into as midday as a midday treat. Rhubarb, a perennial vegetable typically used as if it were a fruit, is one of the first plants to be harvested, harvested in the springtime. That is true. The stalks range in color from pink to bright red, often streaked with stripes of green. They resemble celery, though the two are unrelated. Mm. When harvesting, look for longer, thinner stalks. They will be the sweetest and most tender. The large, flat leaves at the tips of the plant are poisonous Uh if ingested, containing oxalic acid, a compound used in metal polish and stain remover. The flavor of rhubarb is bracingly tart on its own, but can but prepared with a preparing with a sweetener like sugar and honey can help balance the cheek-puckering flavor. Mm. Cooking the vegetable also helps bring out the natural sugars present in the plant. Why do we do this? I always just find an article and I just read it. I like it.
0: I'm learning a lot about rhubarb. Are you? I feel like it's all stuff you knew. I I couldn't ever remember whether the stalk or the leaves were poisonous. But now it's the the it's leaves. Leaves are poisonous. Got metal it. metal polish.
1: Metal polish. Mm-hmm. The uses for rhubarb are endless. Not true. Um lube. Yeah. Rhubarb, rhubarb jelly.
0: Oh, it's so bitter. I can
1: I can My go lips are puckering.
0: <laughs> ah! Oh, gotcha. Get out of here. Nope. Oh, I I I misplaced my chapstick.
1: Oh, mine's at home. Oh,
0: my lips, oh my goodness, it's very dry mm. in the house. Very right, dry. Right, in the so house. Yeah, that'll happen. Just because it's, it's time. very airy and there's mm. not like, we don't have a humidifier going and it's winter. Yeah. So, boom, boom, very, very dry. So, how many Christmas trees are in your house right now? We have two. All right. Okay. See, that one's a little one. What? Uh,
1: for the audience's sake, it is perhaps, what is that, a 12er? Uh, 13. 13? Yeah. Okay, that's bigger than my... That's taller than my
0: house is. Okay, but you have to... I. This is in relation to last year's. You saw last year's tree. Oh, did it? Oh, I, oh it was a bigger. It was much... It was a bigger one. Much bigger. What was that, a 19-er? Mm-hmm. It's about 19, almost... No, it was... 22 feet tall?
1: Good God, that it, is a big tree. It was a very big Especially tree. Especially for a tree that's going inside a house. Yes, yes.
0: Well, see... Normally, we have very large trees because my mom always loved trees. But as a, as a kid, she couldn't have them because her mom was allergic, I think. <laughs> but <laughs> as a result, once she got her own place, my mom insisted on having Christmas trees. And she loves them. She loves the Christmas trees. But when we moved to our new house... There's a very big ceiling. There's the one room... Uh, you have
1: the cathedral, Not the cathedral, because it doesn't come to a point. Yeah, it also
0: doesn't uh, have really great acoustics. And it also does not... It's or have lacking the, murals. Or, have, or is in the shape of a cross. <laughs> um, you know, like how all cathedrals are built in the shape of a cross? Yeah.
1: No. Yes. What? Yes.
0: Say Siri. Or most should be. Why do you wait for the, Why do you wait for the beep? Why do you wait for the beep? That's because you say it, and then I my, my thought process keeps going. I don't wait for you to finish. I, I'm thinking while you're asking Siri. No, you're not. You're. you're well, I was hedging my my bets because I said yes. All I don't know if it's all, but I'm pretty sure most, hey. at least Catholic. Catholic. Hey Siri.
1: Are cathedrals just big crosses?
0: Okay. I found something on the web for our cathedrals, just big
1: crosses. All right, architecture of crosses, of of cathedrals and great churches. Here we go.
0: They (laughs) should mostly be set up as a cross.
1: Uh, the architecture of cathedrals, basilicas, and abbey churches is characterized by the building's large scale and follows one of several branching traditions of form, function, and style that ultimately derive from the early Christian architectural traditions established in the Constantinian period. Mm-hmm. Cathed- c- cathedrals? Cathedrals, as well as many abbey churches and basilicas, have certain complex structural forms that are found less often in parish churches. They also tend to display a higher level of contemporary architectural style and the work of accomplished craftsmen and occupy a status of both ecclesiastical mm. damn, and so, and social that ha, that an ordinary parish church does not have. Such mm. a cathedral or great church is generally one of the finest buildings within its region and is a focus of local pride. Mm. Many cathedrals and basilicas and a number of abbey churches this really feels like a poorly written essay where they're just trying to reword the beginning of it over and over again. Uh, these number uh, the blah 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 big list all right, just tell me if it's... Just tell me. Architecture? All right. So they kind of look like a cross. But then it, it's rounded at the base. So it's kind of like... um. Do you remember the Yu-Gi-Oh!, the, uh, the different artifacts? How could I forget? Um, it's kind of like the one where it's the cross, but then it has that ringed
0: tip. The word you're looking for is onk? Onk.
1: Hey, Siri. Oh.
0: <laughs> what was the onk? In Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, my God. It was the Millennium Key. Oh, my God. Stop talking. <laughs> it was the Millennium Key. I'm going to tell you that right now. Is
1: Exodia a god? God Zodia. Yu-Gi-Oh theory on YouTube. God Zodia. Um, you know what? Let's go Egyptian God. When...
0: No. No. We're on the wiki. No. I'm going to tell you this right now. The Millennium... <laughs> the one shaped like an ankh was the Millennium Key. It's so what the guy with the... The big... The, 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 the
1: turban type thing? Uh, the head wrap. Yes, I, I don't know what... Hello, Rosie. Why are you jumping up? Yes, but he had the thing.
0: He wore it on what his neck. What was his name? Let's <sighs> you No, characters. No, no. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with... Mm, Christopher. It's not Christopher. Why
1: do you say that? Because the main oh there was a Joey and a Tristan, so mm-hmm. but there was also a Kaiba and a Sergi. A Sergi? I don't What was this little brother's name?
0: Mokuba? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sergi! <laughs> Seto's younger brother. Um Left to right.
1: Oh wait, no, these are the the <laughs> the Japanese names. It was from left to right, Hirota Honda, Katsuya Janochi. Yugi Modu, uh, Anzu Mizaki, and Ryo Bakura. Who, which one's Seto Kaiba? No, it wasn't, he wasn't the list of it. Seto Kaiba is still the Japanese name, Bro, I'm thank sure. God. I was like, well, they changed it from Seto Kaiba was the anglicized one? <laughs> what I don't get is, they still call him Yugi, because mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, they're not going to change it to Johnny-Oh! That would be strange. Um, and he, But he's still Bakora, but they changed Hiroto- Honda, to Tristan, and they changed... Tristan Taylor. Tristan Taylor, and then Katsuya Jinochi to Joey Wheeler. And Make it real American time. What was the girl's name?
0: Something like Taya Lovegood or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Main character. No, I'm thinking my Valentine. Okay, it's Ka- Taya.
1: Okay, Katsuya Jinochi Joey Wheeler. Okay. Um, Yugi's close friend. Why am I reading that part? Okay. Doesn't um, matter. We're looking for the guy. It's Taya Gardner. Gardner. Um, her name is spelled T, but it's uh, Taya because it's T-E with an accent over the E. Um, mm. Tristan Taylor. Can we just remember the first season of the first ten episodes where of Yugi? he sounds like Barney. Where, where he sounds like this. Yeah. Hey, Yugi. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was Sam Regal. Um, then Rio Bakura. Just skip to the I'm guy getting with it. that. Seto Kaiba is still their name. Of course, skip. Um, skip. It was Mokuba. Mokuba I, I, Kaiba. I, I'm pretty sure it was Sergey. Skip. It's I'm not Sergey. Skip. Antagonists. Um, yeah. There's Dark Bakura. Not. No, I don't care about him. Um, Maximilian Pegasus. Oh, um. Wait. <laughs> Do you know what his other name is? It's Maximilian Pegasus or Pegasus J Crawford. Yes. <laughs> But they called him Maximilian Pegasus in the series, in, yeah. the, in the dubbed series. So where is, where is that come from? It's kind of like a show name. Can I also love um, is, uh, Crawford? That's silly. Um, I still love calling people Kaiba Boy. Kaiba Boy. I don't think most people understand the reference. Um, there's Mr. Clown. Mr. Clown? Yep. There's Yami Marek. That's not him. Um, the heir to a clan of Tomb Keepers. Yeah, it's not him. All right, um, priest Akenhanden. Akin, Akin, oh god, it's like Japanese, tr- like doing Egyptian.
0: Oh right. no, that's that's the lady.
1: Ah, really, it's voiced by a man. Maybe it's not the guardian of the Millennium Eye. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's him. Um, Using the shadow alchemy described in the Millennium Spellbook slash Millennium Tomb. What? He ordered the massacre of cool Elna, using their blood and melting their corpses into gold so he could create the Millennium Items to defend his brother's kingdom. What? Keeping the slaughter a secret and brainwashing his soldiers in order to keep it that way. What the
0: hell is this show?
1: (laughs) Remember when it's all about a children's card game? Oh, my God. That's my favorite joke running through mm. Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged mm-hmm. is all of this for a children's card game. Um, Seto labor- later entered Pharaoh Atom's court as a priest, but uh, Akhenaten kept their relationship a secret.
0: Oh, it's Akhenaten's brother?
1: No, um, Seto is uh, his son. Mm. Okay, seeing how his son had flourished after he abandoned him, Akenhaden's desire became to see Seto achieve power. Through Zork's influence with his millennium eye, he is slowly convinced that he needed to kill the pharaoh and make a contract with Zork to become the High Priest of Darkness. Mm. Hmm. Alright, um, there's Zork Necrophades. No, it's not Zork. A destroyer of worlds that was born from the darkness in human hearts. Yeah, it's not him. The creator of the Shadow Realm. Yes, of course. Um, There are minor antagonists. uh, Death T, No. A deranged theme park created by Seto Kaiba in an attempt to kill Yugimoto using deadly games. Um, There are the laser tag assassins. What? Uh, Yeah. What?
0: (laughs) The laser tag assassins?
1: Um, If you want to know their specific names... Oh, hold on. Um, three personal mercenaries hired by Kaiba being offered 10,000 uh, yen each for killing Yugi and his friends in the shooting star- Stardust game. They were determined and were equipped with guns that fired real lasers that can cause fatal electric shocks. While Yugi and his friends were given toy guns. Yikes. Um, Johnny Gale. A former Green Beret commander who specialized in guerrilla warfare. Yeah,
0: isn't, isn't that Johnny Cage? No, that's Johnny Gale. No, Johnny Cage is the fighter. Johnny Cage, I'm pretty sure, is also a Ghost Rider. Oh, continue. Oh. Isn't that the guy with the American bandana?
1: Let me double check Johnny Cage, just so I'm not getting it wrong. No,
0: Johnny Cage is a fighter from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, but he what's Ghost Rider? All right, Ghost
1: Rider, I think it's Johnny, it can't be Johnny Storm.
0: Um, Johnny Johnny Hot Johnny Blaze <gasps> It was almost
1: Johnny Hot It was almost Johnny Hot <laughs> um, So the other laser tag assassins are Bob McGuire Sounds about right um, a, f- uh, a former SWAT team leader Specializing in long distance sniping And name unknown As opposed to
0: close distance
1: sniping <laughs> Slash mysterious assassin A former hitman that succeeded in killing Of all of his targets when he was hired by Kaiba Corp mm. There's the Kaiba Man or butler um, in the manga, his name is Damon in the anime, and Hobson, I'm guessing, in Amer- America. Damon. Damon. Um, there's Chopman. there's Mr. Crockett's slash Croquet. Wow. Sauratari slash Chemo. Player Killers slash Eliminators, The Ventriloquist of Death.
0: What? <laughs> what the hell is this shit? I don't remember any Ghost of this stuff. Ghost
1: Kaiba slash Mimic of Doom. I do remember Ghost Kaiba. Um... Player killer, killer of darkness slash panic, but instead of a C at the end, it's an uppercase K. Oh, it's pain and panic. Yes. Uh, Paradox Brothers. I remember them! The Paradox Brothers? Yeah, the in the underground maze. Oh my god. Where, where, they like only spoke in rhyme or something? What is
0: this? Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, ghoul slash rare hunters. There's Pandora, pantomimer, mask of light, mask of darkness. There are the filler antagonists, Gozaburo Kaiba. Good stuff. Um... Oh, my God, he commits suicide by defenestration. (laughs) Gozaburo, the old Gozaburo Kaiba, yeah. For those of you who don't know, defenestration is an extremely specific word that means to be jump out of or be thrown out of a window. Mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. the famous painting,
0: The Defenestration of Prague. Yes. Which I love. It's the only time the word has actually been used in sincerity and and seriousness. (laughs) Otherwise, people are like, yeah, we... uh, We fenestrated him. Yeah, Yeah, um, we did. We threw him out of the window, didn't we? There's Noah Kaiba. Oh
1: my god, voiced by Andrew Rannells? The original Elder Price in Book of Mormon? Wow, that's a... Well, you know how he got his start? His first big gig was doing
0: Pokemon Live. He was James. You mean he did it with a... With a... What's her name? I don't know. What's her name? I don't know. Dee, Dee Rossioli. Did she do it? Yeah, she was either the mom... I think she was the mom. Ooh. She was the mom in Pokemon Live. Amazing. Either that or Misty, but I'm pretty sure it was um, mom. There's Big Five.
1: Yes. Um, Gansley. That feels like a good name for me. Gansley. Um, Adrian Randolph Crump III. Ah, That can be you.
0: Oh, no, no. These are the Big Five. Skip, skip, yeah, the skip.
1: Johnson, Nesbitt, and Lecture.
0: Ethan, I think... He, I don't think he's a antagonist. That's the thing. I think he's a minor character. Um, I think we're in the wrong list. There's Besides, the, his first appearance... There's the film antagonist,
1: no. Anubis. Yes, yes. Voiced no. by the one and only Scotty Ray. Oh, yeah. Did, did you go and see that in theater and get the special um, expansion pack that they only sold in theater? Did I get the special?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. With the Pyramid of Light? I did, I did, I did. I don't think I got the expansion pass because I didn't know we could get those. Mm-mm-mm-mm. mm, mm, yes. mm, mm. All right. Um, let me just keep looking. This um, The theme of this podcast episode is Yu-Gi-Oh! Apparently. Who knew? It... For those who don't know, uh, it's a little late to start 20 minutes in to explain what Yu-Gi-Oh! is, but back...
1: Oh, Jesus, yeah, I guess some people might not know. We don't want to talk to
0: those people. That's rude. I want to talk to everyone. We're also not talking to them. We're we're talking Talking at them. Um, So, for those who don't know, back in Mean Ethan's childhood, a Japanese card company uh, released an anime to promote their very popular uh, trading card game, Mm. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, it's just like how Transformers started, where the toy came first. Exactly, yes. Well, actually, I think the manga came first, and then... Or no, I think it was... Yeah, I think it was manga. 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 Manga, then cards, then anime. But, as a result, uh, 4Kids was a... a, uh, a company that would purchase the rights to western to uh, eastern to Japanese animes and bring them to the West by voicing them over and kind of uh, anglicizing them and, um, and mostly doing an okay job. Yeah, it's honest. Most of it's not bad. And most, it's a
1: good way of introducing kids to anime, like young American children to anime. That's how I got introduced to it. That's how uh, most. I, I doubt you can find anyone that watches anime that didn't at least watch a little Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh growing up. Or even honestly, Avatar f- has feels kind of anime, even though it's not. Mm, well, it was inspired.
0: Yeah, by, um, a lot of people's first was uh, Sailor Moon, mm. which was not a four kids endeavor. No, well, and Dragon Ball Z, which is not a four kids endeavor, but is a very popular American. Yes, but in America, rather. Uh, so, uh, but as a result, so the show is based around uh, one. Yugi Moto playing card games against several antagonists to resolve their issues. Because he problems. solved the uh, millennial, but he solved the Millennium Pyramid that his dead
1: parents gave him. Puzzle, puzzle, and thus awakening um, an Egyptian god inside this twelve-year-old boy. Pharaoh. Pharaoh. What I want to know is, does he does he just happen to already look identical to Yugi? Yes. Because in the flashbacks, they they showed that.
0: But I it's think funny the point is that their their souls reincarnated.
1: But why would this very white looking Asian child look identical to
0: an Egyptian pharaoh? Well, fun fact, the way that anime characters are drawn is actually supposed to be cuz they end up looking white or but but like they're supposed to represent Asian characters for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's because for the most part the style of a drawing is supposed to be I guess, as best they can in Japanese culture, like, racially neutral. Mm. It's it's interesting. I was watching a video essay on it because they were like, why is there so little diverse representation in it when it's made specifically by an Asian culture? And they're like, well, it's not supposed to be, like, it's not like, ah, this is a... Uh, this is our Asian thing. This is this is an Asian character. This is a white character. Normally, like, their characters all look the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll say, oh, he's from America, and it'll look like the same... Everyone, like, that's the thing. Yeah. And then there's occasionally... But then you'll have ones produced in America where, like, Afro Samurai, the characters are very, very stylized and different. Yeah. But, like, they're very black. And it's very cool. But, so, interestingly enough, it's supposed to be relatively... uh, The anime... The style of drawing is supposed to be relatively racially neutral. Do you know what we should do? What?
1: I think you and I should buy a couple of booster packs each... Oh, no. And do a video where we play each other in Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Oh, so like a draft. Yeah. Like, because I I don't want to have to dig out all of my old cards, and I don't want to make you do the same. Mm. Um, And I think instead of playing one of the video games on a computer, Mm. I think it would be more entertaining if we... uh, Play, bought random booster packs Okay, And played each other
0: in Yu-Gi-Oh Sure I'll look up how many booster packs it takes To, to get to, to a, a, re- a regulation 40 to 60 card deck How do you know that that's just the regulation amount? Because I was very interested in playing regulation Yu-Gi-Oh Oh see, I didn't play I only watched
1: Ah, you never played Yu-Gi-Oh I would I'd buy the, the cards and I would friends
0: to play Yu-Gi-Oh Well, I'd play myself sometimes, thank you very much
1: I'd play myself in chess you were I was lonely. a lonely child. Um, I had a lot of friends, but
0: I would often like to play board games alone, too. Yeah, I still do that, to double-check that I have the rules all yeah. and whatnot. Um But I used to, sadly enough, I would have... I would put myself on a team, like, in a video game, I'd put myself on a team with someone else, <laughs> even though they were the computer player. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, good job. Me? <sighs> um... <laughs> No,
1: my brother beat me every single time we ever played Yu-Gi-Oh. We played for years. I tried to cheat, and I still would lose. I'm so sorry. We were at my grandmother's house in Florida, and I made him sit up with his back towards a giant mirror wall so I could uh, Maximilian Pegasus l- find out his cards. <coughs> and he And he still beat me soundly. I guess he's just a lot better at deck building than you. I don't know. Oh, we were in a Yu-Gi-Oh club for a while with um, me and my brother and our neighbor that lived behind us. Wow! In our in our uh, little uh, horseshoe cul-de-sac. That's cool. Yeah, and then um, on the way back, I had left my deck in my pants pocket. And the, those pants got washed, and I cried because I was proud of that deck.
0: Oh, Ethan, I'm so sorry.
1: But yeah, for a regulation tournament, Yu-Gi-Oh deck, um,
0: minimum of forty cards, maximum of sixty. Really, you would have a minimum of forty. Yeah, it's interesting how much leeway you can have.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I think it was to help you maximize what you wanted
0: from it. Oh yeah, so you can make a lean deck. Yeah,
1: Um and I think there was also rules
0: about how many trap and spell cards you could have. Mm. But oh yeah, well there are limited and unlimited card yeah. lists because yeah. Bo thinks uh, the art on Magic the Gathering cards are very cool so I follow I follow stuff like that but they're always like oh this card just got unlimited in in Legacy and I'm like that means li- almost nothing to me but that's <laughs> exciting wow um, but
1: yes I found the ideal deck size to be 45 personally mm. I liked a 45er
0: mm.
1: so uh, just we should look into how many booster packs it would take to build a deck of 50 I'd say I'll look it up. Good. I'll look it up. Because we would only need, what, like two cameras to film that? Three cameras? A th- three-camera setup? Yes. We would have to find a way to suspend a camera above us. Not that, that. Way, that way they could see the playing field. We should probably get the mat, too. Um... All
0: right, all right, all right, all right. This is a conversation for a later... Or do you want me to bust out dual discs? No, no, You please. don't want me to
1: pull out my old dual discs? I do not
0: want you to get out dual
1: discs. Do you know how many I had, the most I've had at one time? Three. I had three dual discs.
0: Three dual discs.
1: One of the older, sharper kind, and then one of the uh, third season, rounded kind. Oh, my. Yeah. I never got the little Frisbee dual discs that they had in uh, Season 2 when it was Kaiba City. Because they're unusable? Yes. Mm. (laughs) Because it is impossible to use those types of things.
0: Because you'd throw it to the ground, and then the person would have to get down and like spin it (laughs) to look at what the card does, and they go, okay. They'd go back, they'd throw down theirs, and you'd have to pick up yours, put the card (laughs) in, move the thing, change the health counter, and then you'd throw it down. And My
1: favorite is, because um, Yu-Gi-Oh tried to do the Pokemon thing, where the gym leaders like had specialized, like, this is a water gym, this is a rock type gym, where it was like, I have bug cards! Yeah. <laughs> Tribes. Yeah, wow. it, but it's so funny, because there are so few, like, they had to invent cards just for them. Mm. Like, they were like, um, so, in our base decks, we only have three things that relate to bugs, and they're like, fuck it, make more bug cards! All the bugs. More bugs and more dinosaurs, damn it. Bug
0: archetypes. Oh shit, man. what was his name? Weevil. His name Weevil, was Weevil, Weevil and Rex. Weevil Underwood and Rex Raptor. <laughs> Rex Raptor is a good name for a dinosaur <laughs> guy. <laughs> oh. And in the Yu Gi Oh! Bridge, they made them Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, they did. Does that
1: make sense? There was um, May Hart. Was that what was it?
0: Valentine. May Valentine. Because it's my Valentine.
1: Oh yeah. And then she used the Harpies. What other themed people are there? Uh, <laughs> make had... a Tsunami? Make-a Tsunami! No, Mako. Yeah, like but, it's like, but it's like, Mako, you, you make a tsunami. That's not... Okay. Remember when they really tried to give him a tragic backstory of Is... Father Lost at Sea? Yes. Yes, I do. I mean just. Well. And he just grilled fish all the time? Um, he sat on a
0: rock and grilled fish until people challenged him to a duel? Yes. Because that seems like a terribly ineffective way... To get people to play cards with you is wait for someone to j- tell and them wait, to do specifically buy the ocean. Yes, that's yeah.
1: Well, that also brings up the point of did they have to forage for food when they were walking around Dual Island? Yes, they had to forage. They, like they're inviting like hey, twelve year old, Mir. Like that, there's one thing with the whole um, Pokemon thing because you're traveling from town to town, mm. and uh, presumably your mom's like, all right, here's a hundred pounds. I'll teach you how to make. Here's how you make money. Hundred pounds, not pounds, yen. Uh, money, that's, money units. That's like a dollar. Well, yeah, it's, but, it doesn't matter. Yeah, here's money for your trip. Yeah, yeah. But for this, like, they're like, here's money, and they're like, it's uh, I'm being put in a, on an island in a forest. And they right? go, well, uh, well, I guess I'll eat this money. You better win five duels soon, so you can get into the castle to eat. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, my brother and I actually um, bet star chips while we duelled mm. sometimes. Um, I was knocked out of uh, Duel Island pretty quickly in that scenario. Oh, no. Given that he only dueled me and I did nothing but lose.
0: Uh, Yeah, I guess that wouldn't (laughs) go too well. But to
1: make me feel better, I always beat my friends. That's good. You hear that, Jack and Will? I always beat you. The challenge is on the table.
0: My family, because when I was playing, like, I would play the, the card game with my family because like I had all these cards and we yeah. just like put stuff in our hands and I didn't know the rules because I didn't care to learn them and they didn't know the rules so I'd make it up to make it correlate with the show. Well,
1: it's just yeah, you make the show makes up rules to correlate with what Yugi needed to accomplish exactly. So it's a show about but, cheating.
0: But as a result, I would make up the rules and change them, and my parents would be like, "What? What is going on?" So I would always end up winning, but even though it wasn't really winning, yeah. And so as a result, now to this date, when I'm explaining the rules of a board game, and my parents are like, I do not get this. Are you making this up again? I'm like, no, I'm not making up these rules. Or like whenever a rule is in my favor, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, you can't do that. They're like, all right, Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm like, stop! That's not!
1: I don't do (laughs) that! And they start
0: pushing you against a wall. And then they bully me. Um, And then I cry.
1: Did, uh... Do you remember how they changed the battle system in the second season so much for the better? Uh, no. Where they started letting you attack life points directly to, affect, to win? You couldn't previously do that? No. In the first season on Dual Island, you had 2,000 life points, and you could only affect people's life points by summoning a monster and attacking one of their monsters that is in attack position, mm. which is bullshit. It ta- that, like I don't. Uh, it's so hard to figure out how long a match could last. Well, all you have to do
0: is keep putting them in defense position. Exactly.
1: So I think they I think they probably worked around it by um, things that force you into attack position or something, mm-hmm. and more spell cards and trap cards that affect your life points. Mm. And then, but then once you could affect life points directly, um, wow! I'm losing myself just talking about this. This is I'm yeah. sorry, audience. This is terrible. I'm so um, sorry. I used to play with these little figurines of Pokemon too.
0: That's neither here. That's unrelated. Uh, yeah, but it was in my head. It had okay. to come out. I don't... Yeah, because uh, I never played the card game. You know what? That is something
1: I never understood. The Pokemon kid. card game? I had no interest. W- once you got into, like,
0: their energy cards, you lost them. I just got confused, because how do you... Because I never... I didn't know how to get the energy cards to play, because I was like, okay, that makes sense. It did The cost of an attack is a so-and-so amount of energy cards. That makes sense. But I didn't know the mechanics... At all. And plus, when you already have the video game that and the cables so you can play other people, like, why would you complicate it with a difficult-to-play card game? Same reason you do any board game, to challenge yourself in a way you are not used to. Yeah, I don't want that as a six-year-old that likes Pokemon. Well, there you go. Yeah. Almost soft. Um, have you
1: played uh, Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee?
0: No, I have not. Do you have My any? mom really wants it for Christmas.
1: Mm. Mm. I was going to say, because it's... How, what is it exactly? I've seen very little uh, media about basically
0: it. Basically, it, yeah, we should just put this as a nerd episode. Uh, no,
1: I'm calling it yu bo Oh,
0: wow. That's rough. Um, <laughs> basically, what it or is... What should I call it? du du basically what happens is it's like a reskinning and slightly reworking of Pokemon Red and Girl. Blue.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, oh, where, I did see a screen cap of that. Yes,
0: yes. Where basically it has all the. It's basically the story is the same. The Rocket, Team Rocket is rebranded, recolored as Jesse and James.
1: Okay, good. Because that's closer to what it is in Pokemon Yellow, I guess. Because mm-hmm. Pokemon Yellow tried to more resemble the plot of the show. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Well, because in that one, like, before you didn't really deal with Team Rocket's, the the duo, right? I think,
0: I think the show came after it still. I think yeah. Yellow, I think it was based more off of Yellow. I think yeah. that was just because Pikachu was the mascot.
1: Yeah, which was, Pokemon Yellow was better than the other two. Mm. I liked having Pikachu follow me. I thought it was fine. Um... <laughs> Look at us, basic remembering our nine-year-old opinion, no five-year-old opinions.
0: Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So, but the like battling mechanic is slightly altered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a little simplified, and the catching mechanics are now more in line with, with po- Pokemon Go. Go. Like you okay. throw things at the screen because it's a Switch game, so it's still got those motion right. controls. I man, I get behind it. No. I, I
1: think uh, Nintendo has done very very well with the Switch
0: just in terms of steering it away from the Wii. Yes. Because I think it's good because if you have if you want to design a game with motion controls, you can do it. If you yeah. want to make it like a casual like Mario Party has all the motion controls. Yeah. But then like Breath of the Wild, you don't necessarily like you can There are no motion controls. Exactly. It's Unless except for those stupid puzzles. <laughs> oh. I But cuz I, hate cause I those feel puzzles. like people when the Wii came out they're like
1: okay, like this is fun for par- some party games. Yeah. And then Wii U came out and people were like what is it? Okay. They go what? Now there's a big controller, so one person has fun. Is it a think? new
0: system, or do I have? To, what can I just use my Wii? And there, and Nintendo went. I don't know. Nintendo said, I don't. Did do you? you what is it called? Wii U. Do you need a Wii? And they go, I don't know. <laughs> they're like, I think. I, Here's I, the pro I, controller. Um, and then like the
1: Switch, I think they've really figured out what like a good middle ground
0: of goodness? Uh, the middle ground of goodness is all of the things. Yeah, It does it all, Ethan. Yeah. It does it all. I, I'm just sad because Nintendo's next system, unless it's like Switch 2.0, won't be as good as the Switch. It yeah. can't be. It, the Switch is
1: awesome. Because uh, well, that's what's cool about Nintendo, though, is they're not going to do something because they know it works. They're going to do something because they're like, let's try this. Well, that's actually Nintendo's design
0: philosophy of just I've, they never really do the same thing twice, unless it's the Game Boy Advanced yeah. into DS, into DSi, into 3DS. Oh, yeah, but I mean, there has to be some consistency
1: somewhere, and I mean, it's still better than all of the other handheld consoles that have come out. Mm. Were you still rocking the PSP Pro? You know, why I, <laughs> I was so excited to get a PSP, Bo. And then pe- then I got it in fifth grade, and people said, oh, it means pretty small penis. And I went, aw. You went, damn. I went, I'm, well, I'm 10, so yeah. What do you think? How did you know? <laughs> I have, I'm three years away from puberty. What do you think? <coughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, sorry, my throat gets dry when I passionately talk about things of my youth. No, no, no. All right, you talk while I get something to drink.
0: Uh, what should I talk about?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, read read the ads. Read the ads. Yeah,
0: make up an ad. Uh oh. Well, while Ethan's getting uh, a, a drink of water, I would like to thank our sponsors, Tostitos Chips, for sponsoring. No, it's
1: only your parents to sponsor. What? Your parents sponsor because we always do it here.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you for our sponsor, uh, G.L. Sare Incorporated. It's a lovely little place in where is it? In. Is
1: other locations, though,
0: right? Oh, there are two locations now. Uh, the main one is in... Oh. Concha Hocken. It's on <laughs> Con- in Hocken on Chemical Road. It's a lovely little truck dealership where you can purchase, if you are so have the uh, the uh, uh, capital, you can purchase your own Peterbilt or international truck. It also has a very adapt, uh, adept body shop and a part shop with all of your parts needs. Uh there's also a Delaware shop. Well, I do not remember the city, Delaware the part of Delaware. It should be right about the border of Pennsylvania, not too deep. Not like Rehoboth, but a little higher up. <laughs> closer to Dover. Um, but it's it's about the same thing. Great parts department, excellent body shop, and you know, great service all around. <coughs> uh this thank
1: episode you. of Tea and Whiskey is brought to you by GL Sayer Incorporated. There you go. So um that was our first ad read. That was Completely made up. Yep, yep. That, that company does not exist.
0: It does exist. <laughs> you think I, I should I should have made it up? I should have made the whole thing up? Yeah. Thank you to Artichokes Incorporated. Uh, go to Thanks Artichokes to- Incorporated for all of your uh, seating needs.
1: Thank you to Flaming Mouth Toothpaste. You want a little kick in your mouth? Flaming Mouth
0: Toothpaste. Today's show is brought to you by Cacti. Everyone's favorite houseplant and defense weapon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Do you want to just call it there? That seems like a good good death spot. All right. That's a good place for us to
0: die. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, um. See you all here uh, in hell yeah, next week. Check out cacti, your favorite defense weapon. Good night. All right. Uh, see you here. Bye-bye. Next time. Bye-bye.